Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. We had been discussing chapter 12, Bhakti Yoga, Yoga of Devotion. We have learned about the nature of the Supreme in last few chapters. Bhagavan said, now that you know where the perfection lies. We want perfection because we want perfect happiness. Perfect happiness is only possible if I'm perfect. That perfection I can only achieve if I identify with that which is perfect. So we have learned in the previous chapter the Supreme, which is by nature very perfect. So if I can identify with that perfect, then only I can achieve perfection. So that much we have learned so far. Previous chapter, Bhagavan said, I have two prakriti, higher prakriti and a lower prakriti. Lower prakriti is saguna, manifest, and nirguna, which has no form, no color, undescribable. So I said, which one is better? Which one should I be identifying with? One which is saguna or one which is nirguna, which does not have any qualities. And Bhagavan gives a very practical advice that one who is identified with the form himself or herself, for him to identify with the formless is almost impossible. Everything I can think, perceive and feel is based on the forms and colors in existence. So the one who is identified with this form to identify as formless will be difficult. It didn't say impossible, but difficult. So therefore it says, you just focus on the form which you find divine and perfect. I may assign those qualities in Krishna, Rama, Jesus, whichever the form which you find that the divinity is very obvious. We have learned in previous chapters, the Bhagavan said, wherever you see perfection, consider that to be my manifestation. I am the sunlight in sun, I am the fragrance in flower, I am the liquidity in water. Whatever the nature of things and beings which makes them what they are, Bhagavan said, that's me. Focus on that. That's a saguna bhakti. When I see perfection, and I identify with that perfection as the Lord's manifestation, but one says that's a saguna bhakti. That will be easier for you. For you to identify with something completely abstract as formless will be difficult, but it is possible. So those who cannot identify with the saguna, for them nirguna is the only path. Because every time I see waves, If I try to find ocean in it, it's not going to happen. Ocean is not wave. I need to have that reason where I can see the ocean in waves and waves in ocean. When I can see the connectivity between the ocean and the waves, then I can think about ocean in its totality. But if I try to see ocean in waves, I will be confined by the form and shapes and limitedness of the waves. So anytime we try to identify with a person or a form, 
as the divinity, then we will have question. Because we are trying to see ocean in waves. In a physical guru, you cannot find that ultimate guru. So Swami used to say, consider your guru a banana. Eat the pulp and throw the peel out. The physical form of your guru is the peel. You know, his knowledge is the pulp. He said, take the knowledge and throw the physical guru out. But if I don't have that vision, then the only choice I have is to identify with the formless. If I can identify with the form and still can maintain that divinity is all-pervading, then Saguna Bhakti is easier, Bhagavan said. So, Bhagavan said, that's my advice to you. But it is possible that those who have the control over their senses, you know, and they are even-minded in everywhere, Samatvam Yoga Uchyate, very first definition we learn in chapter 2 about yoga is, Samatvam Yoga Uchyate, when I consider myself to be yukta means connected with the divinity, when I'm, I'm equal in all situations, in all reasons, in all objects, then I am yogi. And you become that, all your activities will be for the welfare of all the beings. Because you can't find any difference between you and the rest of the world. He says, for such a person, worship of the formless is perfectly okay. And he will achieve the same oneness as the bhakta of a god with form. But then he recognized that not all of us may be at that level of fixing our mind on a one form and completely devoted to that form. So the requirement Bhagavan said to give your mind to me, make me your supreme goal and have sraddha. You have to have faith. That's where my happiness lies, not anywhere else. That may not be possible for everybody. We already know that it's not possible for everybody. How do I fall into different categories? Because every human being has different layers of vasanas and desires. We are separate from each other because our goals are different from each other. Our goals and our pursuits are dependent on what vasanas that I have. So when somebody says, Neil, there is a music party, I'll be all excited. Okay, well, let's go, let's go. And then Meena will say, well, there is a dance party. So forget about it. That's something that's like a torture to me. We go to weddings, and everybody gets up and starts dancing. That's the time they're looking for. I'm trying to get out of by that time. Not my vasana, not my desires. So even saguna bhakti and nirguna bhakti, depending on my desires and vasanas, and my personality, where I am, if I consider myself a true intellectual, somebody says, but that's a Bhagwan. I say, well, what are you talking about? That's not Bhagwan. Well, at that point, I really have to focus on formless. But if I cannot do either, neither can I focus on the formless, nor can I focus on Bhagwan in the form, Bhagwan said, not to worry. I have a remedy for you. You just do abhyasa, constant practice, what you consider to be the divine activities, you know, selfless activities. So do abhyasa yoga. So I'm not completely there, but I'm close to be there. I have all the sattvic qualities. Then continue, Bhagwan said, abhyasa. And you will reach there. So when I went to my music teacher first time, and I only went a few times, so don't take it too seriously. I said, well, Subhas, I will never be able to do this. And no, 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 keep practicing. He said, how long, Subhas, should I practice? He said, I practice eight hours a day. You figure out how many. 
I figured out what my path in music is. So. So continue practice. If you want to be perfect, and that's your goal, whatever makes you perfect, pursue that goal consistently. That's the secret of success. So abhyas yoga. That abhyas is not possible because I'm not at that level that I can constantly practice. I'm very busy. You know, I, I have business to run. I have job. He said that's okay. Offer all your actions to me. That you continue to do what you are doing, but say now I am not doing it for me or my family. I am doing it for Krishna. Take refuge in me and do everything for me. He said that will also get you where you need to be, the perfection. Because I have still lots of vast. I am a rajasic nature. I have little sattva, but more rajas. I need to do things. I need to do a project. I can sit around. I used to have a friend who used to be uh, in in Dallas. And we were in uh, Northern Virginia at the time. We were both architects. He had some difficulties. I said, well, come on down here. Yeah, I may be able to help you. He comes down. The first thing he comes and says, he checks everything in my house and says, the knob doesn't work. Your aerial, in those days, used to have those aerials for the TV. He said, your TV, I think we need to put an aerial in your attic. He had about five projects, and the very first day he arrived. So he stayed with us for about a week, and he had about ten projects. He fixed. I said, Srikanth, you should stay here forever. <laughs> He just cannot stand without projects. Rajasic nature. And to me, if you leave me alone during the weekend, I won't just read books and not even get up for food. So we all have different tendencies. If I'm a Rajasic, Bhagavan said, just keep doing what you're doing. Just consider me as the final refuge and do for me. But he said, well, that's also sometimes not possible. He said, why? I'm doing it for myself. I'm doing it for this and that. He said, well, that is good. As long as you don't expect any particular reason, karma falatyaga, is it do that? Just keep doing what you are for whom you are doing. That's also fine. Just don't expect a particular result out of your actions. He said, then only you will be able to achieve this. And then he obviously gives later that what we have discussed all that. He said, knowledge is better than abhyasa. Dhyana, contemplation is even better than knowledge. But that's a karma falatyaga. In the previous ladder, that was at the lowest rung. If you can't do anything, then only you do karma falatyaga. Because you anticipated in other three, you already have karma falatyaga. You cannot reach there, any of those three levels. Till you have given up karma phala. Then only you can be a gnani or a, or a yogi or a dhyani. Only if you have given up karma phala. But you have not done any of that. Now you are seeing in the Bhagavan said karma falatyaga is the best because it is available to all. And the magic of karma falatyaga is as soon as you give up the anxiety for the fruits, all the agitations on your mind will come down. And you will achieve that peace in no time. Therefore he says that karma falatyaga is the best. And that's what you should be practicing. So, in the end, he said, give your mind to me and your intellect to me. And choose where you are in a level of your vasanas. And then continue in the path. But your happiness lies in having no agitations in your mind. That will be only possible if you give karma for it. Once I have understood that I have choices, 
I can decide where I stand, what is my capabilities are. It's like when you go to gym, this will let me gauge your capacity, what you can do. And then they will prescribe what program you should be following. But once I have got the program right, I also should know what my ultimate goal is. You see, ultimate goal is to lose this many pounds and have this energy. So that when I read that, then I'll say, I have achieved that goal. So I need to know what that goal is. So the next few verses, starting from 13, Bhagavan describes the qualities of a perfect bhakta. He said, this type of bhakta are dear to me. Dear to me, closer to me, closer to their goal. They have achieved either that goal or they are close to achieving this goal. So we have seen in verse 13, Advestaha Sarvabhutana, Maitraha Karunayeva, Nirmama Nirahankaraha Samasukha Dukhashamihi. These are the basic qualities of a bhakta. A devotee cannot be, you know, hating this and life with all these likes and dislikes. He cannot be enemy to somebody then you are not a Bhakta Bhagavan. Because I am everywhere. Part of my creation you are considering as enemies and part of my creation you consider as friends. Then you are not really my Bhakta. You are only pursuing your Vasanas. So therefore he says you need to achieve these qualities. That's like a benchmark. This is where I need to be. I'm not there. I'm trying hard. But that's my benchmark. That's where I'm going. So he said, Santushtaha satatam yogihi yatatma dhridhanishchayaha. He is santusht, he is content, he is constantly practicing this art to become one with the perfection. Dhridhanishchaya, he knows this is where my happiness lies. Goal of my life is to be happy. I have tried everything. I thought making money will make me happy. Getting power will make me happy. Become famous will make me happy. All of that I tried, but in the end I said, that's my place where I will be happy. Satatam Yogi, Dhadanishchaya, firmly established in that knowledge. And my happiness lies in recognizing who I am. When I peel all these layers from me, my accomplishments, my degrees, my profession. Most people, when they lose their profession, they lose their identity. Once you get retired, you don't know who you are. He said, when this layers, when I take out and I still know who I am, that's who you are. Mai arpit mano buddhihi mad bhakta priya. One who has given is not only the mind but buddhi. Because buddhis we are very proud of. Mind we sometimes, you know, I really get upset sometimes, but that's just I'm emotional by nature. But I know what I'm doing. I, I may be outside I'm upset, but inside I'm not. <laughs> and it doesn't work that way. You are upset, you are upset all over you. The mai arpit mano buddhihi. Even buddhi should be constantly connected with him. As the last time said, WWKD. What Krishna would have done in this situation? If I can think about it and then act, I need to have that much time before I react to anything. But right now, you tell me something, I'll react right away. Take your time. And think about it. What would have Krishna done in this situation? And then say, now let me follow. Actually, our sadhu son says, no, no, don't follow Krishna. Follow Rama. Rama is Acharaniya. Krishna is Shravaniya. Krishna's Leela is to be listened and not to follow. 
all Krishna did, you, if you try to do, you are in more trouble. How many wives he has? He fell in love everywhere, wherever he went. Rama, Acharya, one wife, ideal son, ideal father, ideal husband, not from Sita's perspective. But if you look at his position as a king, he gave his kingship higher priority than being a husband. So that's Acharya. But we can think about it and say, what would Rama or Krishna would have done in this situation? Now if you act, your action will generally will come out right, Bhagavan said. So, mai arpit maneo buddhihe. Then the next few verses, it continues to describe the qualities one has to develop in his or her personality to become a true bhakta. Not because I said I'm a bhakta and I sing bhajans and then I go to temple. Unless I have these qualities, then I cannot be considered a bhakta. Yasmatna dvijate lokaha, lokatna dvijate chayaha. He by whom the world is not agitated, and he is not agitated by the world. Now, agitation does not mean that I don't do anything which will upset the current order. If current order, as Seed was arguing last time, that Gandhi agitated the world. No, Gandhi did not. World was already agitated. Gandhi actually tried to calm them down. One of the qualities of a saint is, in his presence you feel calm. So the very first time I was taken to one of this saint, his name was Mota, and somebody asked questions. This was my very first time meeting somebody. Mota, how do we know that person we are meeting is a sant and not a fake. Mota said very simple. If in his presence you feel agitated, he is not a real saint. In his presence you feel calm and feel serene, then consider that sant to be a right sant. The very nature of his own mental attitude, which is serene, will radiate outside. And you will feel in his presence the same calmness. We know, and some people with me meet and we feel much better than we meet some other. I used to have one colleague, very experienced person, can do any complicated project. But people used to come and say, Neil, the problem is as soon as we are in a room with him, for some reason we are just at each other's throat. No matter what we do, we just end up in an argument with him. So you need to change something about it. It's just a personality. So Bhagavan said he is the one who does not agitate his environment. With his calmness, he can calm people down. That's his quality of a saint or a bhakta. And he is not agitated by the world. world will continue to what it is. Just because I become a bhakta, world is not going to change. Circumstances will not change. They will be constantly in flux. But I don't agitate it by it. Bhagavan said that's quality of a bhakta. Harsha, Amarsha, Bhayaha, Udvega, Muktaha, Yaha, Sachame, Priyaha. We have heard this many times. So in chapter 2, we have seen the qualities of a Sthita Pragna, whose intellect is steady. There are verses which describe what a person with a steady intellect, what will be his behavior. These verses are similar. So it says, Harsha, rejoicing. Amarsha, envy, bhaya, fear, udvega, agitation. He is free from all that. See, the first one is harsha. We typically 
associate happiness with harsha, joy. Joy is the positive agitation in your mind. That also doesn't make me feel calm. You are all excited. You know, he should be free from that also. That doesn't mean he doesn't feel joy, but he's balanced in that reaction. Amarsha, which we say envy, there will be people who are better than me, the people who will be lesser than me. But I do not have that comparison in my mind. And then obviously we know the fear. Fear is always about something which I have somebody will take away from me or something I will not be accomplished because somebody is in my way. You see, if I have no desire to be in competition with this world, I will not the fear. Now, Dvega, if I have no expectation from this world, I accept everything that comes, there is no agitation. So Bhagavan said, these are the qualities of my bhakta. And he continues in the next few verses, Anapekshaha, who is free from wants. Our life seems incomplete simply because of our wants. Swami used to say, I plus I want is unhappiness. I minus I want is happiness. It is the time when I have no desire to achieve anything, I'm happy. Buying BMW and get the key in my hand, then one moment I'm completely without any want. I'm one with my desired object, no agitation in my mind. It's only the second thought will make me upset. So it's unapeksha, who does not have any, any desire. Suchihi, who is clean. So I'm saying both external and internal cleanliness is the very nature of somebody who is a devotee of the Lord. Daksaha, who is expert, is very proficient. Because our proficiency is looted away by our anxieties and likes and dislikes. If the person doesn't have whatever he does, he will be very, very good at that. So, Dakshaha. Udasinaha. Now, these are difficult to understand. Udasina. You know, Gujarati Udasin means one who is sad or indifferent. Even that, you know, how can he, a person, unless you have the passion. You see, Udasinaha, one who is indifferent to what's happening and what will happen. But he engages into whatever he thinks is the right thing to do. So he's indifferent to the outcome, not in the activity. He's not indifferent to the activity. He's not Udasina, you know, Devdas. Bhagavan said, no, that's not that Udasina. He's just indifferent. Sarva Aramba Parityagi. This is a very difficult concept, but I'm over time, so I'm going to rush through it and maybe come back there. Sarva Aramba Parityagi. It's a very difficult concept for us to understand because we actually want to start something new, achieve something. Particularly in our today's environment where all these entrepreneurs are bringing out new things. Those are our heroes. Sarva Aramba Parityagi means he does not consider that he is the creator of this. He is only leveraging something that is already there. I heard somebody on Farid Zakaria that if you look at the iPhone, there is nothing new in that iPhone. The technology already existed. All the technologies in iPhone already existed when Steve Jobs put the iPhone together. He just put it all together. Other people have those bits and pieces, but nobody thought to put it together. So now if you say he invented, Bhagavan says there is no originality in this world. You are only continuing what somebody has left behind. You are leveraging all that has happened before you and then going forward. 
if you consider you are part of the continuity, it is perfectly okay. You are not an island by yourself. Sarva Aramba Parityagi. Yomu Bhakta Same Priyaha. And then the last one is Yona Hrushyati Na We have seen the rejoicing. It does not mean he does not rejoice, but he is constantly aware that this is very temporary. This joy is not going to last forever. Na dvesti, and that does not hate. Unless I have a duality, there is nothing to hate. When I consider myself and the world as in competition with each other, then I'm going to hate everybody. Somebody introduced me in Charlotte's University, I'm also an architect. And I said, oh, then let's get connected. So, so you didn't know you two are... I said, no, we architects don't like each other. Well, they're my competition. You know. <laughs> Somebody asked me, you're not active in your association architect. I said, no, I'm active in my clients' associations, you know, <laughs> owners' association. Well, those are my competition. What am I supposed to be doing with them? So unless I consider them to be my competition, I won't have a trade for them. Not wasting, not shochati, not kangshati. Shochati to grieve. I didn't accomplish this, I didn't get that. If I have no real agenda of what I should be accomplishing, there is no grief about anything. Not kangshati, does not desire. These are extremely difficult concepts for us to understand. But you have to look at it in a context of what we are discussing. So we desire, but the desire should be Bhagavan said, make me an object of your desire. Drop everything in between. So then you are not desiring anything in between. You are focused on the highest goal only. Shubha, Ashubha, Parityagi. He gives up what is Shubha, which is auspicious and inauspicious. We have talked about many times. You can't leave anything out from this universe and still consider Bhagavan to be all-pervading. Everything that is happening, including tsunami, ISIS, all of those are part of his presence. You have to take it as it is and not consider one is evil and one is... It is from a relative perspective. Somebody's traitor is other person's desabhakta. You have to look at it from each perspective and then remain equal in all situations. Bhakti manya samepriya. Such a devotee is close to me. We'll stop right here. Om Sarve Bhavantu Sukhina Sarve Santu Niramayaha Sarve Bhadrani Pashyantu Makaschit Dukkha Bhagbave Om Shantihi 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 Harihi Om Shri Guru Bhyo Namaha Harihi Om